I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos and if the movie sucks you might hear them say there's no telling where the guys will take you get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we're already Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films Narcitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 693, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> right? Well, I've seen it. I yeah. saw the wrong movie. <laughs> How easy must it have been to get tickets to that thing? Super easy. <laughs> not <laughs> a problem. Those poor bastards. They were trying to do a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids maneuver, right? Yeah, when right. Batman came out. They released Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the same day, and it made a ton of money because people couldn't get onto a into they well, they couldn't get into Batman. It was a different right? time where you but had <laughs> that was before you could just flip a switch <laughs> and send the movie to every it theater. The other, when you just had a reel to reel, yeah. Like, nope, that's they, what we're like, doing today. They were like, "Oh well, yeah, we'll we're stealing the screen from you <laughs> other movies to show this movie to show this movie because this is more popular i yeah. i saw it on the uh on the gas pump while i was filling up <laughs> <laughs> it was still cheaper than imax that's true but uh, tell me about it yeah <laughs> so uh before we get going let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves this is joe this is kevin and this is tom and we are joined this week by steve hey steve Woo! hello hello so uh uh yeah, lots to talk about. So, uh, sh- or where are my uh, shameless plugs? That's what I call it. I've it's only- like we haven't been doing these for almost 700 episodes. Yeah, and I also <laughs> call it shameless plugs on the clip out. Okay. So I've literally oh, done we it. get our lawyers on the <laughs> horn. Like a thousand times. Maybe the part of the property for the mm-hmm. shameless plugs. No, it's like when Letterman got to keep doing top 10. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah so Just take it with you. It's, I'm like Letterman because of the gap in my teeth. <laughs> 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 and not the giant grizzly adam's beard yes right <laughs> so uh shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify 
uh, iTunes. Don't know. iTunes is Apple Podcasts, or mm-hmm. was. I don't know. I worked same. 15 hours yesterday. That's a beast. So it was a long one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, where a lot of Bubble Witch? Did you beat Bubble Witch? Is that <laughs> even possible? Not Bubble Witch. I'm all, I'm all best fiends these days. Oh, oh yeah, 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 for free too. You're just playing that out of the love of. Yeah, like I, well, they were an advertiser there on the other is. show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I got sucked in. I still play. But, yeah. What level are you, by the way, by now? Uh, what level am I? Thousands, at? right? Are you in the thousands? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, like that was week two. Yeah, I gotta tell you, am I in the thousands? <laughs> Tom, no, Tom is no need to be insulting. In the in the words of the Matt Basler podcast, uh. Quad Ditch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Quad Ditch. Yeah. Uh, 6,152. <laughs> oh, my God. And in case you're wondering how many levels there are in Bubble Witch, it's 6,152. You're, you're right there. Wait a minute. Oh, you're at so the you end? you did beat it, basically. Well, you don't like beat it. They, where... Then they put out new... They're, right, but you're, yeah. it never ends. You it's, beat as much as... It's like the days of our lives. It yes, just keeps yeah. on going. Hey, man. If Marlena can get possessed and they can keep rolling with that show. Yeah. And then... On. So then when you, when you max it out... There's side levels, mm. right? Ah. And uh, just to keep you playing, and I don't know if they just recycle old levels. I mean, I'm not yes, Rain Man. I don't they do member <laughs> memories, you know. But uh, and and on the side levels, I've played a, another 800 of those. Golly! Wow. So don't ever challenge us. If you say there's a lot to do, don't ever challenge us to not get into a tangent. <laughs> Guess what? Yes, we are experts. We got you. Yes. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, where were we at? Oh yeah, shameless plug. So. Uh, what? <laughs> we have a review. Do we? Oh. Yeah. Were they nice to us? Yes. Because yes. they're not nice to us Sometimes. on the reviews anymore. Oh. Oh, and, no. and they're, they're all like, you have advertisers. And I'm just like, of course what? we do. You know how you bought your Peloton? <laughs> Through a f***ing <laughs> ad. What the, what, what, how do you think things <laughs> work? You have an ad. <laughs> it is insane that people are like, I, I just fast forward through them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I fast forward through I get a lot it. on podcasts, but I'm like, and also like every Peloton instructor is advertising. You think like as they're as they're you think they're wearing Adidas oh, for right free? <laughs> you 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 think Emma Lovewell drinks Athletic Greens out of the kindness <laughs> of her heart? No, we did it's, something. Ha- I mean, obviously, this could be a whole episode on its own, but or a whole podcast. But we did something really weird as a society where these things came out and had minimal ads, and a lot of them are no ad ads. free. Yeah, yeah, and so now if people see them, they're all shocked and taken aback. But it's like. You know, the only reason people make these things you're enjoying is to make money, yeah. and if they can't, if you're not paying for, it, there is there has right. to be some way to get paid. It it's is not, interesting though when you uh, listen to like multiple podcasts, just in different you know different people or whatever, but they all advertise the same stuff. Yeah, sure. like there is no difference between the it's it's same copy greens, points and the yeah. Mac, I mean, the, they get to tell you the things they want you, you all to say. That stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, and, it's like it's all the same companies that are just like, no, we're going to focus on ad- advertising yeah, podcast. Yeah, there are some that like they see the value of podcasts, and there are others that are still aren't sure. And, right, and uh, and I think also sometimes smaller companies like the the dollar amount to get in is lower. Oh, so sure, the, sure, so sure. the threshold for entry is easier. The dollar amount to advertise on real spoilers. Real low, yeah, yeah, yeah. dig in. Yeah. But well, uh, I had twenty in my pocket. What can I advertise? <laughs> whatever you want, oh, man. Twenty? Yeah. Are you yeah. sir? Let me. But pull I will your chair throw it down. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I will also say that uh, we turned down a lot of stuff. We turned down three ads just this week because we oh, were really? just like, no, nah, that feels weird. Okay. Did you not send them to your other podcast? 
But well, we don't <laughs> we, we don't have enough. Sir, <laughs> the one probably would have been more in ours. One was like an alcohol subscription service. Oh. Considering I, two people on this yeah. podcast are sober, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I don't know that our listeners. That's are. true. Yeah, but oh, we know they aren't. Yeah, but it, but I was just like you know like worst like the clip out in Peloton. South. Not that people don't drink, but like no, there's yeah. just a lot of like. Well, is it like yeah. is it like that athletic wine? Like isn't that there's like some. <laughs> But there is like there's like there's like some wine that is it. like low carb and low micro uh, macros or so I don't know. But I I'm love not. it if it were actually advertised as athletic, athletic wine. wine. Like you're on the bike <laughs> and then you squeeze into your mouth from a squirt bottle wine. I remember they advertised on Two Bears One Cave, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But that That's, was that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and I don't like wine, and yes. I rarely drink. Yeah, I yeah. so it's like I you know I'm not allowed to because I make poor decisions. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the review? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, top t- top tier film podcast. This was mm. from on Thursday by Aaron L. White. It's a five star review. Uh, love everything about this long running show, brother. You ain't lying. Uh, it is. <laughs> Did been... they mean that episode <laughs> or the show? Just in... we don't know. Yeah, or either way, it works. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it has fun banter, knowledgeable hosts, and great production value. Good job, Kevin. Uh, a you. must listen for your weekly deep dive into a new release. So there you go. Thank you. Great. Uh, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Imagine how good the production value would be if we used the good microphones. I know, yeah. <laughs> the super nice ones. You know we're well, doing? This is 10 years. Like, yeah. yeah. Next, next year. Next year. Next is 10 years of the show. Years. Well, just cow. to bring things full circle, we need ads to buy the good microphones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Patreon subscribers. So yeah. if you, I mean, if for some reason you're like, those those mics are good, but they could be a little could better. Could be better. There's a way, right? Just up yeah. front, maybe move uh, Patreon to the top of the plugs yeah there. <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff there's two more episodes that are in the in the, in the tank ready yeah. to go you snuck it in organically that's much more effective right <laughs> yeah so uh patreon.com slash real spoilers five bucks a month you get all sorts of stuff and uh maybe we buy a better mics maybe yeah I don't we know. would we'd only need to buy one <laughs> that's true because we have the other two. Oh, that's true yeah yeah oh. Oh, see, that's easy we could do that but fundraiser they, but we need a fundraiser yeah, we need, pa- with more patreon sp- but they're like, but it was, it was like those are like five or six hundred dollar mics. Like oh, we need a few we'll more. get a deal. We'll find a deal. We need um, maybe sure? a few hundred. Yeah. Those don't Patreon hardly ever go on subscribers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and uh, share an episode with your friend. That maybe if you're not a Patreon member, maybe you could bring in a friend who will be a Patreon patreon subscriber you never know so uh here are here is who was kind enough to share an episode last week tammy sherman powers librarian cynthia heather Sachs, julianne jordan josh rosen gabriel lugo chris sanders chris falls chris magic man chris williams that happened organically i didn't unstack them <laughs> spoiler piece theater josh six seven four three oh two seven four eight six seven five three five three oh nine nine oh two one oh Mike, Mike, and Oscar. Minorities Report. Hugh McKenna, your your podcast editor. Oh, not mine. Oh, but it just was what it says. It's Perfect. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think their their listing is, is like an example of how much better a show could be if it had editing. <laughs> <laughs> In session film. Geek to me. Radio. Chris Wilson. The Lone Island. Chris Wilson over there, all the way from the other Chris's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. He's a rebel, Dottie. Maybe he doesn't what, want to be. That's what he, that's what he gets for. He stands you know, out. That's right. He does yeah. stand out. That's what he gets yeah. for doing it early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, Manny, the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, Ronnie Castle, Feel and Film, Binge Movies, Invasion of the Remake, Matt Naglia, and Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. We greatly appreciate it. 
there's all that. We've already did the Patreon plug because Kevin snuck it in organically, <laughs> and uh, we're done. So Top Gunner. <laughs> no, that's a different one. <laughs> that's a different. It's a Michael Perret movie. <laughs> yeah. Top Gun: The Maverick. That there that's more. Is. That's more appropriate. Yeah. This movie has no business being as good as it is. What the hell happened? I don't know. How is this a thing? Because I, I, I am like shocked. Like I saw Top Gun when I was what well, came out the summer of. 86 so i would have been 15 okay and i remember thinking this is bad what is wrong with america i didn't think it was like that it's was not a, bad it's but like it was, that was a channel 11 saturday afternoon but movie people were like yep jizzing in their <laughs> pants over this movie and well, it's I'm, a volleyball scene yeah and i'm just exactly like is, yeah i don't like tarantino why they're just what their is pants. going on and didn't like navy recruitment like skyrocket oh absolutely <laughs> they offered they wanted something from the navy when it was coming on video and and they were like hey we'll give you a free ad on the uh, tape if you if you let us do this thing and they were like the you know the movie is an ad right like they're like <laughs> it's one it's we, an hour and a half long we, ad we don't need your ad in <laughs> fact the vhs had an ad for pepsi in it oh really you had to watch an ad for pepsi where like he's in a jet and he's trying to pour the pepsi and is so it tom he, cruise no oh so he inverts the plane to make the pepsi <laughs> that's pour. a good ad that's it's pretty, good it's a good ad it's not as good as a diet coke can with a bat cape on it yeah. but well, sir <laughs> there are certain ads that transcend all but like that was the first time you saw an ad on a on a vhs tape and it, oh and, really and this was one of the first tapes that was priced for home oh nice sale. so like at like and, 24.99 or whatever yeah i think it was 29.95 yeah. but but like that's that's how they that's how that's how they got the price down it by selling uh, an ad to oh, pepsi oh, on right the vhs on, right on. oh that's then, where the batman ones went on sale too when they first yeah, came out like batman 89. Yeah, yeah, Batman. Um, they usually VHSs were or closer to thirty or something. And it was like, like nineteen ninety nine. They did nineteen ninety nine, yeah. and it sold more than I mean they got because it was like of. it's a great movie. Everybody wanted it, and yeah. and it was like the cheapest mm-hmm. new VHS people, you'd ever seen. People were I, I like watching those news reports about lined Batmania. The yeah. They're lined up yeah. around the store, and people were buying them as gifts. They bought two or three of them, and yeah. they were just picking them. up I mean, at it was so bucks. cheap yeah. that it was like you were like, well, I'm practically losing money to not but uh but yeah so like i like i i just i have no affinity or affection for this movie and but we should be clear like that's you and you at 15 i can't see being a huge top gun fan but like steve what's your relationship to the original movie i i liked it's not i didn't think it was great but it was it's entertaining you know and a lot of my fraternity brothers like in college we all loved it like I think at one of our uh, one of our friends' weddings, we sang "You've Lost a Loving Feeling" to the <laughs> yeah. bride, which I don't know if that's a perfect song for a wedding, but <laughs> it <yeah>. works, <laughs> you know. But we enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's got you know dog fights and you know the beach volleyball scene, which oh, yeah. it just it, it it always just struck me as like just a the epitome of eighties, yeah, right. Like it it is it is a snapshot. It's like it invented bro culture. It did, right? but it's yeah. also just like this weird snapshot of the eighties, where mm-hmm. like you look at everything from the the clothes they're wearing to the music and you're like this is this encapsulates the 80s so but like uh, for me it was like always like that saturday afternoon you know channel a ch- local affiliate here would play three movies on a KPLA saturday KPLA. KPLA. that's right that's right you get three movies and i guarantee you one of them was robocop the other one was top gun like <laughs> robocop those... heavily edited <laughs> yeah, for yeah. yes right right it's so funny because like when i grew up 
KPLR, same way, but one of them was Abbott and Costello, and the other <laughs> was either Mon Pa Kettle or Francis the Talking Mule. Well, like, to be that's fair, weird. they were excited that talkies were invented. Yes, so. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh boy, we were excited when one of the movies was in color. <laughs> yeah. But like, so, but yeah, I think I think that movie kind of breaks the mold in like it. Everybody knows that movie. Right, that's top. Yeah, top Gun is one of those movies that everybody. It's knows. in the pop culture zeitgeist. Like I, I can't imagine being over a certain age and not knowing the the big plot points of Top Gun. Right, yeah. even if you've never seen it. Yeah, like so, I watched it for the first time a couple years ago. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I've never seen Top Gun. Everyone talks about it. There are people that love it. Whatever. I need to see it. I watched it and I'm like. Not for me. Didn't care for it <laughs> yeah. in the slightest. I watched this movie and I'm like, the movie. Yeah, like, like it, this is it's mo- crazy. You and know, I, I think the thing to keep in mind though, yeah. like, so I mean, I like I said, never care for Top Gun. I don't know how a movie can be homophobic and homoerotic. But <laughs> <laughs> here but, we are. But I guess what Top Gun pulls here it off. Here we are. But I think you also, if you look at the movies that come out around Top Gun, okay. right? Like what we're raving about, Top Gun Maverick. For or what we're getting ready to rave about it for, Top Gun did that for its oh, day. Sure, sure, sure. Right, like yeah. that footage, those air, those aerial scenes were were next level. Yeah, and now we've leveled up from that. Jesus Christ, you know? have we ever? I mean, this is. I mean, this this is like a Terminator T two situation. Except, yeah. oh, there, that's totally except fair. There wasn't thirty five <laughs> years in between those two films. I gotta tell you though, it, it in a weird way. If the, if Top Gun two comes out, when did the first one come out? Eighty six. Eighty six. So if Top Gun two comes out in eighty nine. It's it's not this. What well, couldn't have been this? That's what I'm saying. Like right? you needed that thirty five years and to change. Like film needed to change and stunts needed to change. Well, and I th- it's it's an this is an interesting hybrid film of a Tom Cruise adult drama, yeah, and a Mission Impossible movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like he yeah. he he. He put in the Mission Impossible style stuff, but he still actually gave you a plot and a story and characters, which you don't often get in these made, big budget made sure He movies. was the savior of which, everybody. Which, well, sure. And yeah. which I don't think you really get in Top Gun 1. Like, I yeah. didn't care about the characters in Top Gun as much. I'm not saying there isn't anything, and there's the stuff with Goose, obviously, but I didn't really care about the characters, but. Because they were all right, well, yeah, right. Everybody, was I'm like, why does anyone like Maverick except D Bag? Because he was yeah. Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. But 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 other than that, if it wasn't Tom Cruise, if it's yeah. just some guy, right? But Tom Cruise gives a mature performance mm-hmm. in this film, and you actually care about him and mm-hmm. what he's going through with his career, his relationships, the past that's haunting him. Like you're actually like, oh my god, I actually, yeah, I, I care about him. They 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 take Maverick down a notch. So he's yes. more relatable, right? Because not only is he still dealing with the loss of goose, but he's also like, they, they make it very clear that like all of his peers have moved on yeah. to these great careers. And he's basically still a captain <laughs> and has not progressed. And every time he moves up, they knock him back down because he does something dumb. Except for Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Who is, whose character is just completely never, mentioned, never yeah. mentioned which i just think is very weird but she was not in the military right she was technically yeah. a private contractor yeah, private yeah i contract. guess that's true yeah. but they, I mean, ne- they never actually say her actual name in the first movie they just say she her codename or call name is charlie is that right yeah oh interesting probably can't call her that now but you know that's what <laughs> i i do think there's something really interesting about that and i didn't read up i don't know the whole story about why she's in it why she isn't anything like that well, i think but, she quit acting 
Okay. I think she walked away from acting. So that's fine. But what I think is really refreshing is getting a movie that doesn't have to, like, 26 years have passed. They don't have to get yeah. into every single character, every single relationship. There are plenty of callbacks. How many people from 26 years ago are still in your life? That's true. Right. You know, yeah. No, you know? So, like, I mean, that is kind of when you see, when you see all these people pop back up that's a narrative construct sure, i mean sure. for me to still be hanging out with the same people i did when you know in what 1995 96 right. i don't know what the math is on that i was a mass communication major but <laughs> yeah but like yeah I, I i see two or three of those people maybe so it's it's refreshing that a movie doesn't because it's been 26 years and he's had so many relationships and things happen with his career and all this but to us there's only one top gun movie right right so right. we expect oh where's kelly mcgillis whatever but like you, you really have to be realistic and say like that was a relationship it obviously didn't work out okay well no i, and I, th- and I think i just think it's interesting because you do get goose right yeah. you do get uh was ed harris i don't remember was ed harrison the original no. one okay uh, but I you, love that they bring him in just for like one thing. I, yeah, so I was like, good. I know, I did the same thing, and I had just watched the movie. Okay, I rewatched it like a week ago, and I was like, was Ed Harris in Top Gun? Did like, I miss Ed Harris? I was like, because it feels like he should have been. Like now, like when he, and they sh- they have him for one scene. So yeah, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, this is our fan service because Ed Harris. And I was like, wait, does he? Maybe he wasn't. He was a replacement I, for the ba- the bald guy in the first movie. The the principal from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. The yeah. okay. Yeah. So Ed Harris replaced him. Strickland, yeah. yeah. Jeez, is he playing the same? Is he, like, filling that role? Like, I mean, filling that of, slot? He's, or he's that same character? I mean, he's that same kind character. of the same character. You know, he's, he's ball hardest. He's, he's not supposed to literally be the same no. character. Though. Okay. okay. Yeah. But, but, they you're, do, but you're right. That'd be a hell of a promotion. <laughs> a school principal to an admiral. Jesus, that guy ever have hair? No, I meant he's not playing the same character from Top Gun that the that Strickland played. No, he's But he's... Filling that same purpose. I also think I I okay. I want it to be canon that Ed Harris is playing Strickland oh. from Back to the Future. <laughs> Give me that gritty Back that. to the Future reboot where right Ed now. Harris is Strickland. <laughs> I mean, he would have to be like a hundred and thirty <laughs> years that's old. True. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, in in this era of like the requel, right? And I it's been done a bunch. Um, the, to me, like okay, I know Halloween Kills is not that great of a movie, but that first ten minutes where they recreate everything from the first Halloween, I think is fantastic. And it transports you right back into that world. The f- The opening scene of this movie with... Is almost a shot-for-shot shot remake. Saint Kenny Loggins like, kicks on, and it's like that, you that, are right back into Top Gun. That sun-drenched golden <laughs> yeah. footage of of the people on the carriers landing the planes. Right. Like, it looked like it was filmed in the 80s. Like They didn't even make yeah. it look slick. Like It still had a graininess to yeah. it. I think they must have done something. And what I really appreciated, you don't get opening credits anymore in movies, right? That's true. Like, yeah. Movies jump right into them. They maybe sometimes put credits up, but most of the time in modern movies, you do not it a song with opening credits Halloween 2018 that isn't the actual story and so I thought that was kind of cool where it brought you into it like you said and you were in that world of the Navy and you're like oh you you just you're they they bring you back into Top Gun right Mm -hmm. into that into this world I mean in a lot of ways it feels like a movie from the 80s it really does but but without feeling old Mm -hmm. like it's it's not an easy thing to do it's not yeah it, it really is a a a pretty amazing achievement because it it it, and it does it it, there's so much fan service especially for a movie that only a fran a franchise quote unquote (laughs) that only has one movie to draw yeah right right you know and uh and it's just i i 
I don't know how they did it. How I, they made a movie that feels perfectly eighties, but also well, perfectly modern. I yeah. think I know how because they don't make movies like this anymore. That's and, what. That's, and you're exactly. I right. know I sound a million years old, but this movie, right? Generally, movies that are just about like here's this flight instructor and they've got to fly these airplanes and they're training to fly airplanes and they're doing the same kind of maneuvers essentially over and over. Like they're usually not exciting enough to hold people's attentions until you get people that film them like this. Right. Who and has this guy done anything else? Yes, he has. Yeah. There's uh, a reason. He did oblivion. He did oblivion, which okay. I, well, since you've already mentioned it, I, when I, when this movie ended, I was like, you know, this is cinema, right? Like, this is me at the movie theaters the summer with a big popcorn. For sure. This is an yeah. amazing experience that I want to be in the theater for. One of the last times I felt like that, and there's been some sense, and I love going to the movies, but Oblivion. When I saw Oblivion in the theaters, I was like, this reminded me of the first time I saw Star Wars. Did that get hammered? Right, I thought it, it did. It didn't, it, snooze. No, it didn't, <laughs> oh, yeah. it didn't do well, but this guy directed Oblivion, Okay, and there are scenes, well, it's kind of funny, there are scenes that reminded me of Star Wars and Oblivion, like the trench run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which there are scenes in this movie. You that mean like me you of... mean the trench right, run? Right, right, right. So, so, but but when I got apparently done... Maverick is good at bullseye and womp rats. <laughs> right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And his what? His T sixteen cruiser. He's talking. He's talking to Goose yeah. or Obi. Oh my gosh! When they were checking Listen. in with their like D- dagger one check, I'm like, oh my god, Rogue One checking <laughs> Listen, in. There's right. a difference though. The target in this movie was three meters wide, not two meters. <laughs> ah, wide, see? Right? So well, they didn't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, they don't get sued. But 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 really, I left Oblivion, and obviously it didn't do great, and maybe you thought it was boring. But do you remember the action in that movie? It no. had really. I remember being bored. Okay, in that movie. it had really really good action, and it because here's the deal: if I don't care about the movie, the action. Almost never works. Oh, sure. And I'm that way with stuff, too. I just happen to care about that one. But that was Tom Cruise, and that was a movie that gave me that feeling of like going to the theater in the summer with a big popcorn and being excited about the visuals and the action sequences. And this guy also did Tron Legacy. Oh. Aside from Creepy Bridges' face, like (laughs) Tron Legacy has some great action and CGI stuff. Tron Legacy has some insanely impressive. For, for especially for when it came out, yeah, like that's like in the very beginning of like massive green screens and yeah. things like that. It has cool action, yeah. and Garrett Hedlund, but that's you know. But I think this guy, really as a as that. a visual director, I think he really makes some movies that look cool and yeah. make you feel like you're there in the action. And this movie certainly is one of those. <laughs> and this movie was written by Chris McQuarrie, I was say, which I, I thought saw was his I saw his name pop up, and I was like, oh yeah, of course. This but is then like, I realized he didn't direct it, but he, right, of but course he gets a. That's what I thought was interesting interesting is obviously he's become a Tom Cruise guy and 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 uh they clearly were like hey can we like they're working together on mission impossible <laughs> or whatever do you think we can get a sequel out of this top gun and they're working on it and then he's like yeah i'm kind of busy with these mission impossibles let's get someone else to direct this but like when, they must have worked he started it. four did he start doing four no that's brad bird no brad bird's three Oh no, no, Abrams is three. Brad Bird's four. You're right, you're right, you're right. So he Brad Bird's the one that brought back Mission Impossible. Oh, People no, don't I think three is. What the, the Abrams the no? Yeah, I think three is really good. <laughs> two look is the, the wonky look, one. No, no, look at. The, I know that John Woo two is the worst, but look at the box office. Oh, sure. And now look at the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, we're is, three was nothing <laughs> compared to four. Four, five, that. six. They're all like direct sequels. Yeah. Three was they. Four was like you're bringing back. Mission Impossible, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were dead before. De Palma's like, "Hey, 
I can yeah. I can direct it. <laughs> and Brad Bird is obviously an animation guy, and yeah. he brought that franchise back and created the the template for what it is today. Like you got to give that guy credit. Sure, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I just thought that was interesting that Chris McQuarrie had the writing credit, but they got uh, jo- is it Joseph Kaminsky? Kaczynski. Sorry, Joseph Kaczynski. But yeah, he's a great visual director, though, and yeah. I think you'll see it in his other work. And this movie is so captivating and enthralling during the action where i i that especially the last act of this movie it's crazy on the edge of your seat you are there in the cockpit the action is filmed in a way where you're on that mission and you feel like you're there yeah, I, I do want to say he also did uh, "Only the Brave," which is about oh. the uh, Granite Mountain, our Granite Rock Mountain Hot Shots, the firefighting yeah. team in uh, Arizona or whatever. And Miles Teller was yeah. in that, so maybe that's. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. so was uh, Jennifer Jennifer Connelly. Okay, but you yeah. know, in that movie too, he does a fantastic job of putting you right there next to the firefighters, and also almost like yeah. feel the fire, you know, as it's Yikes. building around them. Which is important in these movies because again, when you get a movie that is kind of slight on the story and this one does a good job of the characters but you're there for the planes you're there for the action really and if the other stuff doesn't work you may not be as invested but you know you're there for those big action sequences that's why it's doing the box office Mm -hmm. that it's doing and breaking records this is i think tom cruise's biggest opening of all which is crazy it's his first movie that's opened over a hundred million dollars and i'm like how is that a thing this guy has huge movies even like i'm like a mission impossible movie hasn't opened that's to a hundred million dollar weekend especially those last two or three yeah Hmm. i've got to think it has to do with people being starved for this type of movie because the last two years i mean you get it with superhero movies but this is practical this isn't green screen cgi and i also think that this movie is going to bring a very different crowd i will it's it's older people sure and it absolutely that, did that aren't that haven't been going to movies and and they historically older people don't go to movies as frequently anyway. But I think because of covid, they're just like there there wasn't anything for them. And, and if unless it was something big, they weren't going to like cross that I Rubicon. S- and I saw it at one fifteen has pulled them in in an IMAX and it was sold out. Yeah. And like, you went to the one fifteen show, which is the well, dad I mean, show. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I had to find time to do it. Right. No, and but it, it's, there's nothing wrong. We're all yeah. we're, we're dads. <laughs> most of us here. I will so also like, say not... there was a lot of people that are, have forgotten that they're seeing a movie with other people because I was at a screening and people would not shut the hell you know, up. I got, there was they're a talking dude. to the screen. You go Maverick. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, what? What? You're a 72 year old man. What are you doing? There was there was a guy sitting next to me. And he was just like, hey. And I was like, hey. He was like, Top Gun. I was like, yep. <laughs> That's I mean, cool. I mean, you're at the theater with real people. He may have not been to a movie in three years. Like, I, I, you know. He looked like he was my age. So I think he'd probably been to a movie in three years. But then he, like, this dude was into it. Yeah. He may have had, a, you know, some liquid courage. Uh, smelled like it. But was definitely, <laughs> like, uh. way, like, as soon as Danger Zone hit, he's, like, finger gunning it. <laughs> like next to me, and I was like, oh, "Well, this could be doing be worse a, things with his fingers." Yeah. Finger so. himself. <laughs> so the other thing I like, just I, I do want to touch on is Miles Teller is one of those guys who we have all raved about. Yeah, yeah right. He's like great. he's an amazing actor, but he's has he's had a weird run as of late. As soon as he shows up on screen, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, like this is the guy we kept talking about. Like yeah. this is the guy where he's." He doesn't have the confidence, but he does, right? Like it's an underlying confidence, but he's sharp. He's quick-witted. He's there's a he's there's angry. an there's an emotion to him that he's able to kind of temper, but it's like boiling at the surface, kind of like mm-hmm. uh, what was the drumming movie? 
Oh, whiplash. whiplash. Where he like it's like at the surface. He is about ready to blow, but he keeps it under wraps. He is amazing. The guy in next to the movies was about ready to blow. He was. I, I believe know. you're right. Well, I, well, I, I hopefully find... didn't have to on the way home because <laughs> I found it interesting that in this movie he's almost the antithesis of what Maverick was in the first movie. You know, yeah. in the first movie. Maverick is this renegade, and they have to kind of teach him, you know, you're here for your t- squad mates, you need to keep yourself under control. Whereas here, um, he's he's called conservative in the movie, and Tom Cruise has to teach him, hey, don't think, act, you know. Hangman is Maverick. Yeah, that's so That's that was the interesting thing, is you get this character who is Maverick, yeah. who's the bad guy, right? Like, he's but not... He's not really the bad guy. He's not guy. the bad guy. That's the but problem. He's the, but he's the... He's Maverick. He's Maverick. If you think... He's the bad guy. Maverick's the bad well, guy. Well, I mean, in the like that movie. He's kind of every guy in the first movie rolled into right. one. Because he's Iceman yeah. like and I, Maverick. He's, he's an, he's, he has an antiquated worldview. Yes. Where and, Miles Teller is basically Goose. Yeah. Right. Like he's playing Goose. So, but, but I would say he's Iceman and Maverick because he's cocky like Maverick was, but he's also the best, right? And so. Really, you know. But um, Glenn Powell is the actor's name, and he does an amazing job. And they as don't cast man. him as Johnny Storm. He, I, and he was. It was between him and Miles Teller for Rooster. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Man, they made the right call. But yeah, he a good... does a great job as the, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. jerk. I think they yeah. probably thought. For a minute there, like he probably looks a little bit more like he would be Anthony he's got Edwards. The, he's kid. got the yeah, and but but the Glenn Powell has the the jaw. He has this like oh model. no, that's what I was saying. That like oh, you think he looks like Anthony he's Edwards blonde, than, and he's got. I will say Miles Teller oh, when he grows that mustache looked a lot more like Anthony Edwards than I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah when movie. he walked yeah. into the bar, I I thought I was looking at Anthony Edwards again. He, yeah, he's, rocking the Hawaiian shirt, yeah. and the tank top underneath. They yeah. did a really good job with that casting. But yeah, I think Glenn Powell. When you get a character that is like a Draco or uh, Joffrey, you know, when you can love to hate them, and yeah. he certainly did. But by the end, I like well, he that he gets redeemed. Because, again, they are on the same team, and that's why he's not the bad guy, because they're all yeah. in we the Navy fighting, fighting for the, for the country. Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. bad guy, of course, is the country of enemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I kept, and age, I kept you know, waiting for them to say it's in this place. No, this no. Is, you can't have movies starting wars. No, that's, that's true. Yeah, you, you might want to release it there. That's true. <laughs> yeah, where 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 is this random uranium plant? Yes. But you know what? Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, let's not worry about that. But, they but they you, did the same thing in the first movie too. They never oh. identify who it is. The MiG 28 is a fictional jet. There's no actual one, you know, because I think all okay. the MiGs are odd numbers. They did that intentionally, as not to. Oh, interesting! But he opened. But but they're literally flipping off the Russians in the opening scene of the movie. I mean, it's the oh, '80s, right? Like, yeah, you that, that's yeah, a, you could do that. In the I mean, 80s. you should probably still do it now. Russia, but, r- I mean, it was just Russia's bad, like in right. the story. And weird. We, we, we don't worry about 2022. The, things haven't changed. Yeah, much. we don't worry about the international marketplace. <laughs> but and, I like, I do like that we. No, can talk. I get it, but I'm still going to tease it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But I like that we can talk about this movie and don't have to go into politics. I think that's part of why it's so popular yeah, too, right. is it because is nobody's super... going to say, "Well, technically, Russia and Ukraine," and like you right. know, yeah, you're not going to get some. QAnon person telling you how, yeah. Well, and here's the deal. This movie was scheduled to be released in 2020. This yeah. movie's been shelved for two years. Tom Cruise has the weight to say, well, this is a theatrical you're, movie. You're going to sit you're, on your $300 million investment. For two years. For two years. And guess what? Tom Cruise was right. He was Biggest right. opening oh, of his yeah. career. The movie's incredible on the big screen. It's a movie that begs to be watched on the big screen. 
I mean, I've, I'm on record as saying I think you can watch any movie on any medium. I don't say you have to, but if you want the maximum enjoyment, totally. the, there's a difference, right? Like, you can love sound, a movie at home, but... Yeah. I saw it on IMAX, and I've just... Everybody, I've told about the movie... I'm like it's how to do it. Spend the money. Yep. See yep. it on the IMAX. And totally it's not agree. something I say very often, but I was I, like, because I think in most cases it doesn't really make a difference. But like, mm. and not just the visuals, but the sound. Right. When yeah. they fire up those jets and that IMAX sound just like punches you in the chest, like you're in a maiden <laughs> two concert. People, two people got up and left within the first ten minutes of the movie because it was so because of their pacemakers. <laughs> yeah, oh. Exactly. It, it was. I. That's the other thing is like it was a very. I felt sorry old for any, audience. I was like, I, I feel sorry for anybody seeing a, a movie in another theater, but I'm like, well, I guess they're seeing this. I remember when I saw so. <laughs> I saw Dirty Work, which came out at the same time as uh, Godzilla. Rest in peace, like all of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah no joke. Uh, but it came out the same. How is Artie week? Lang the one? That's the one. Like that's the one that makes <laughs> it out know. of that movie. Yeah. That's insane. Um, but like I, I think that opened the same weekend or around the same time as Godzilla. And you know, there's nobody seeing Dirty Work. Nobody saw that movie in a theater. Yeah. And Godzilla <sighs> was there. I did too. I uh, actually gave an audition for a commercial to go see Dirty Work with my friends. I like your. I like it. It was like it's good. It's a good call. But even if you didn't <laughs> see it, you got to hear it from the next. He could have been flow <laughs> for progressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like Godzilla's playing next door and the wall was rattling. Like, remember you going know. to see a movie in 1993 <laughs> and remember every movie being Jurassic Park because whether you were in the auditorium you or not. Watch, you I just, I'll Jurassic never Park. forget being in the theater next to Jurassic Park in 93 and it being like. Bah. What were you seeing in 93 that wasn't Jurassic Park? Um. Oh, I'm sure there were Honey, plenty I of blew things. Up the kid. I can't remember exactly what the big movie. <laughs> but there were, I mean, any movie you saw in 93 when Jurassic Park was like, you sure. could hear it from, you know, uh, that bass was so loud when the dinosaur stomps by the, the electric fence and the puddle yeah, and they all had, that. They, they That's the make scene. Sure Boom. Every, every cup and everything rattled. Everything, yeah, it was right. a really good uh, viral, <laughs> you know, marketing moment where your cups were shaking and you looked at it and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this one, basically, it opens, I, I do appreciate that now, Maverick has become Hal Jordan. Like he's basically the same character as Hal Jordan where he's a test pilot mm-hmm. and he's kind of been grounded, but he's not in dogfights anymore. Uh, and they're about to test this new uh, supersonic jet and Ed Is this Harris a real jet there. No. So it's not real They're They're building, I think an SR 72, which is a, you know, the um, next step in the SR 71. But interestingly, I did re- see a article that said that apparently China was, fooled into believing that this was an actual plane oh, no and so they exp- tried to send a, a spy satellite or something to, uh, <laughs> to go to the top yeah. gun set and- i'm not sure if that's confirmed or not <laughs> okay. but i did see a report that's, on that i, I don't that it wa- does I, i'm we're just gonna choose to believe that that's true yeah that's too no, good we're, of running, a sto- we're running with that story. too good of a story to well, check <laughs> but apparently the 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 company that designed the is designing the actual plane they designed this plane okay. for top gun too oh, okay oh, that's cool okay uh, and they find They're out like that designing planes is easy when they don't have to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Just make it look <laughs> cool. fun. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Ed Harris, who is in charge of this program, is going to shut it down in favor of an unmanned uh, aircraft. Well, of course, Maverick being Maverick, he's like, well, he's not here yet. And they, you know, as they're taking off. Uh, Ed Harris is pulling up and he flies over. That's all real, apparently. I love uh, when everything shook. And that's real. Uh, yeah, that was like cool. they destroyed that set on accident. That was one take, and that is what's in the movie. Is that's all because real? The the building at the gate with the <laughs> like little lever thing, <laughs> like jumps off the ground and then gets reassembled like in a cartoon. I, I literally saw it lift up and go back. Yeah, down. right, right. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't believe like Ed Harris stood there and we yeah. stood that because I, I gotta the, tell you, 
I didn't think Ed Harris could stand. I, <laughs> like, that I, dude's got to be. How old is that guy? He's got to be in his 80s. Easily. And he's an amazing actor, we're not saying, but he's just, he's I mean, up there now. He was a general in The Rock, which came out like 96, 97. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was like, a fighter pilot man. in the right stuff. Yeah. And he looked old in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got that Tommy Lee Jones face. Yeah. But the fact that he stood there and you saw it move a building. Like, in the, yeah. So, that was a cool thing. shot, though. It was very and, cool. And that is an early example of why this movie is so cool because of all the practical stunts they did. Yeah. I was thinking when I was driving home from it, how lame would this movie have been if all the flying stuff was just a sucked. CG background? It would have sucked. It would have been like... It would have been Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. We, we've seen people in vehicles with a CG background. Like, it's not exciting. Yeah. Right? And all this aerial footage, which clearly wasn't them doing the maneuvers, but them then actually being up in planes in the cockpits. Like, it's against the law. They're not allowed to touch the controls. Right. Is so, that right? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah. but Tom so Cruise... Sorry, they're in the planes, yeah. but they can't touch anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Tom okay. Cruise made sure that all these pilots actually went through training to be able to fly planes, but because they're naval aircraft, they're not allowed to actually operate I them. See. But I see. but they are there up there filming themselves while traveling at those speeds, doing those maneuvers. And so again, you feel like you're in the cockpit the way it's filmed, and it's exciting. Yeah. And yeah. and that is what Tom Cruise is all about, saying, I'm going to do practical effects and stunts. I'm going to release my movies in theaters. And this guy is you know, one of the reasons we're still getting people pushing the envelope when it mm-hmm. comes to these action movies. The, uh, the director, uh, he did an interview, and he said that they shot 800 hours oh, of footage. Yeah. He said oh, that's more God. footage yeah. than the Lord of the Rings trilogy combined. <laughs> yeah. Is there, well, is there, it is costs there like $11,000 an hour. Is there like, a four-hour the extended, plane. extended yeah. cut of Top Gun 2? We get, the, we get the extended version. That's I think it'd be boring because it's, <laughs> it's a lot of B-roll of planes. Because, I mean, if you watch the first Top Gun, it is, as good as the aerial stuff was, I mean, it's... I mean, it's they basically they shot a lot of footage and yep. then it won an Academy Award for editing as well it should have oh, because did it? they assembled a bunch of uh, a, a really good B roll of planes and they edited it in a way to make it look like they were having dogfights and okay. stuff, okay. you know. And I mean that, that most of that was done in the editing bay, and so and you got to give them credit for this too because you're cutting between pictures of all these actors in planes, yeah, mm-hmm. and then all these amazing aerial maneuvers by the pilots, and they cut them together where you feel like they're the ones doing it, and it's cohesive. Like right. it's not, you that's, know, like you yeah. you know who's where and what's going on. Like that's, I, you know, like that's not an easy thing to achieve. It's it does help that their names are on their heads. It does. Oh, and it their does. planes. They put them yeah. on the yeah. planes oh, and their sure, helmets. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, it, it absolutely does. But like, it's it, it's. But it that could have been a hot mess. I mean, how many times have we seen just fight scenes, hand to hand combat oh, scenes, oh where gosh. you're just like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Transformers right? is a prime example. Yeah, and and this doesn't do that. No, so, I not mean, at all. It, it's you know that that's not an easy feat. And if you really watch Top Gun, you can see in the editing like. You know, things don't always match up. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. You know, but um, but there was only so much they can do. The other thing to keep in mind is Top Gun, the budget for Top Gun, One. $15 million. My goodness. It's a $15 million That's movie. That's crazy. Adjust that for inflation, it's $39 million. Where is Nothing. he? You want to he hear something else that'll blow your mind? The budget for Iron Eagle, yeah, $18 million. What? Yeah, make that make sense. I, can't. I, I think Where it comes he... down to the director, right? Like, you've got Tony Scott is a director that knows what he wants to do with this movie, and he's not wasting a lot of time and footage. And, you know, it's, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people on the crew that go into it, the sure. production managers. But and I'm just like, but... how do you, how, look, 
What? It's, it's the bigger <laughs> yeah. movie. Going in, it was the bigger movie. Oh, sure. How sure. does Iron Eagle cost three million <laughs> yeah. more dollars? Where is he in his career in that first Top Gun? So, like, is he the Tom Cruise? I mean, like, is he is he it? Is he the guy at that point, or is he Bad still business? Is he days still of Thunder, on, on the rise? No, Days of Thunder is, is after post Top Gun. Is after because that Days of Thunder oh, was the, like Top Gun with cars. Yeah, um, no, what? Is but it, so but you would have had risky business. Risk, you would have had all the right moves. All the right moves. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. um, cocktail. No, no cocktails after this is the movie that really takes the him one. next level. This is his superstar. Independence Day. Yeah, okay. I mean, he had definitely been in hits and was was trending upwards, but um, this is the movie that like made him like a legit movie, movie star. star, and it's okay. the highest grossing movie of the year. I think it made like three hundred and seventy seven million dollars worldwide. Amazing, like that's crazy. Yeah, hundred and I think it was like one hundred and seventy seven million in the states, and then like another hundred and seventy seven. Footloose. Footloose would yeah. have been like two years before this. I think Footloose was like eighty four. Okay. I'm just thinking of Kenny Loggins being like, "I'll take that." I'll yeah. take that. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so he, you know, he runs this. He goes Mach ten, 10 point which he, which, three or ten point four, which, which basically breaks the plane. Breaks the plane, but he also extends the like the not the career, but like this job for everybody yeah. involved. This contract this they were contract, supposed to yeah. get up to Mach ten to be able to keep. Here's doing it. here's how uh, how beloved Tom Cruise is. He has conservatives rooting for the extension of a government project. Who knew? <laughs> right? Like yeah. this. <laughs> you know. Uh, but because he does this, he gets busted down. Not busted, but he gets transferred to Top Gun He school. has to go coach the Mighty Ducks. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Martin Bombay I mean, has to go to the Ducks and yeah. teach them how to play hockey. But, quack, but quack, quack, basically, Iceman's the only reason that Maverick's in yeah. the Navy. He would have been gone long ago, but Iceman is now well, the Admiral. admiral. He's at the top. There has, you know... Val He's Kilmer the mightiest has, of the ducks. He is the mightiest right. of the ducks. Val Kilmer obviously has had his health issues. This is a perfect, like, as, when it comes to fan service, this is a perfect, like, way to do it. They handled it really well. They did. And yeah. they, even in his speaking, do you know, does anyone know, was that really him? That or did his like son I'm pretty do sure. It? Well, I, his son does uh, some stuff, too, like in his documentary. Yeah. Like, it sounds a lot like over, him. Oh. So I didn't know because it sounded so clear and like him. Yeah. I didn't know if maybe he could get that out. I think I, think I read probably. that they actually had some sound engineers, like, recreate his do voice. the computer yeah. thing because he like cleaned it up yeah okay yeah. because if you hear him talk normally he has like the voice box type thing you yeah. know where he is um you know and whatever it's fine but i was impressed how it sounded it was so touching and it sounded just like him yeah. I, yeah. I haven't heard that in a long time so i wondered um but beautifully handled uh, what, yeah. yeah like it's they wanted to get him in there they got him in there they, they let him do his thing yeah and then they let them it's interesting because you don't like the end of Top Gun, right? Is them shaking hands. Like yeah. that's kind of how that ends. So you don't, you're not able to see their progression of their relationship. And where in here, immediately he's like, I love you. Like, I'm, you know, the, I don't, we never see Iceman's wife in the first one. So like, I, that was just like a random character. I did think I was like, is Meg Ryan going to show up in this movie? Nope. Nope. We're going to kill her off screen. <laughs> but I do like that throughout the movie, even before you get there, we do hear about how Iceman has, has helped Maverick yeah, out and kept him in the Navy. Yeah. yeah. So basically his last chance is to go teach Top Gun. Right. And we find out we were introduced to John Hamm, who I think is great in this. Mm -hmm. Like he, yeah. he's given a, a hell of a performance. What a jerk. What a jerk. 
But the but in like the best way. Yeah, well, right? no, I mean, like, great he's, performance. He's so good. Another one of those where you're rooting. <laughs> but against. it's it's one of those things where it's like he's only a jerk because it's right. it's in it's he a Top to Gun movie, right? right? Like yeah. in real life, you're like, no, that guy's right. No, he's totally right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you need people that are gonna be realistic and not get people killed and yeah. million dollar planes exploded. Like, I mean, I can't believe. Obviously, Iceman has some pull because if he got that plane exploded, how much yeah. do you think some experimental plane like that would be in the hundred? of millions or billions billion, or yeah, has billion. to be. so i mean let's get boeing on the phone we'll find by out. him being a hot shot like i get it's like yeah he extended the contract whatever but it's like one he could have been killed and they had that liability and two that's a lot of money someone paid for yeah so anyway that's he, a but, great scene by the money that the taxpayers has yeah when he walks in yeah and he was just like where am i and the kid's like earth yeah i almost yeah. knew like it was a callback to there's a movie, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Eraser, yeah. where he does the same thing. He's like, parachutes down. He's like, where am I? And this kid says, Earth. Welcome. Oh. And I was like, this kid's going to do it. He's going to say yeah. Earth. And he did. Uh, my pines. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, basically, he's he is tasked with getting the best of the best uh, from prior graduates from Top Gun School. And he has to assemble this team and t- kind of get this insanely impossible thing. Do you know all their call signs? Can you l- rattle them off, Steve? I probably could if I really wanted to, but I, <laughs> let's I, try it. Out. Phoenix, Bob, Coyote, Rooster, Rooster, Rooster. Hangman, yeah. Payback, 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 uh, Bumblebee, <laughs> <laughs> Soundwave, Durango, <laughs> <laughs> Disco. Hmm. I don't know. We got yeah. seven. We're pretty. It doesn't close. really. Anyway, it, yeah. I was just trying to list off all the new. I don't know. Um, Sleepy, Sneezy, Bashful, Maverick, <laughs> Maverick. So. Basically, he has to. He says we got to. We got to get in and out of this thing in two minutes because it's going to be. You've got fanboy. Yeah, I didn't look that oh. up. I just thought that's a weird call sign, fanboy. But it's a new thing now. Uh, where the the ravine has like you know guided missiles, and we have to get to this one spot, and it's impossible, <laughs> and we're never going to do it. It's just it so is. Star it Wars. is. It's, it's not. Star. It's not just so Star Wars. It's Star yeah. Wars. And it's, like it's yeah. And the the <laughs> reactor that they have to target. It's blocked by gps it's a the gps is um what do you call it it's uh uh they use like lasers i know that it, it's um jammed and okay. so oh. instead of using the brand new f-35s they have to use this older fa-18s which came out in the 90s you know and yeah. so it doesn't have the new technology that i you mean know, the raptor Rooster put his, his shield say, over his eyes no he does he she shoots blind. Yeah, they he's shoot like, blind. No, he bl- no. It's the same it's thing. Still, I know, but I'm, I'm saying he literally no, but, says, "Talk to me, Dad." Okay, I know, and then but he yeah. shoots. <laughs> it's the it's same. All, that's what I'm saying. I, we're all in agreement, and that's fine, right? Because it works. You know, that's the thing. It's like there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I would be making fun of it for if the movie didn't, it didn't work, work yeah. right? But the right. movie works, and so uh, I'm it, just it like, works. okay, fine. I, I remember I walking out, and I was like, "There, I cannot flip and believe." This is insanely as good as it is. Well, you know why? It has because no business. Okay, because <laughs> if you're making some sci-fi movie that misses the mark and they're doing a bunch of CG junk and you don't care about it, that's one thing. We saw those jets going yeah. up yeah, and that's down true. and flipping. Like when you see that happening, you're into it because you're like, oh, they did it. Like they're yeah, doing right, it. Right. There's no like. Oh, suspend disbelief. They're doing crazy movie stuff. You're like, "Uh, I saw them." So, <laughs> so yeah, we should so they they get the team together while Tom Cruise goes to like the low Is that the bar from the from the first movie? The yes. same bar? Is it? I'm pretty sure. 
and, I mean, it and, and a lot guess, different. Well, the bar and the the bar in real life burned down. Oh. Ah, and so, okay. but I think it's okay. supposed to be. I think it, but I do think it's supposed to be the same bar. But in real life, that bar burned the down in bar. the early two thousands, and okay. they saved like the piano and a little bit of memorabilia. And okay, but yeah, okay. but so, but that, that Jennifer Connelly character was like a side, just some random waitress in she the was, first movie. No, she was a throwaway line. Okay. Uh, when they get sent to Top Gun, the commander says something about how he has a history of. Uh, um, like flybys of like towers and one rear admiral's daughter and then goose asked him he's like penny benjamin he's like yeah no way so it's just she's not even no in it, it's just she's a just line. a throwaway line because i knew people like since i wasn't super familiar people were saying like they brought back that character it's yeah. just well the, they had to bring back some love interest yeah. in that no that's know. great though and jennifer connelly is awesome in this movie yeah. she i mean more importantly jennifer connelly is age appropriate that is very right. true thank you yeah. that is very like, very true she is yeah has, has he ever had uh, I mean, I mean obviously, when me. he was thirty, he had yeah. love interests. How old interests is who were age appropriate? Colby but... Smolders. She was the she was in the second Jack Reacher. Yeah, she's. I'm gonna say she was probably in her mid thirties. Like, Jack Reacher. So it's not like he's she's twenty. Yeah, true. But Rebecca but, Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, but you're right she's though. Forty, so she's she forty now. Thirty five yeah. when that movie yeah, came probably. out. Probably. So, but you're right though. It is nice to see that's twenty years. Sorry, it is nice yeah. to see in in modern action movies the leading man being with an age appropriate. Yeah, he's fifty nine. She's fifty one. Right, and totally so because usually what you'd get is you know the fifty year old action star is the the, the up and coming twenty something year old right. model actress. And, yeah. And uh, no, but she's great in this movie. I thought they had great chemistry. I do too. I thought they were, she was really funny. You know, having him buy all the rounds and the, them going on dates was really sweet and believable. And they were just funny together. That's, and it wouldn't work if she was twenty five, right? That's true. Like part of like the that that age disparity would create a power imbalance. I mm-hmm. think, and you just wouldn't believe that. Well, I also think it relationship it allows you to give them history. Yeah. It allows you to like know that he knows that daughter, and you need a reason for Maverick to want to be grounded. That's this gives true him as well. Something to look forward to because right. his days at the Navy are, are numbered, and he has all this history, and he keeps getting bailed out by Iceman, but Iceman's gone, and he's about to get kicked out. It's like the Iceman, he does die. Like we keep yeah, saying, and he, he ends he's up gonna away. be gone. Yeah. He yeah. melts. And, yeah. He does melt. Yeah. And, and the Snowman, and, we saw that movie. Yeah. And so it's like, what is Maverick to do? But it's like, oh, I found he's got a people that he cares about and right. he has a life that he can live and gives him something to, to do. And yeah. so you're rooting for him to make it out alive because the is Rooster Rooster's the one that says it in this movie. He's like, you, you don't know, have it. You have it's nothing. easy for you to go on these death runs and you have no one that's going to mourn your loss and right. care about it. But it's like, well, now he does. Right. So they gave that character in that extra level, which really helps. Yeah, I think that helps a lot. It, it makes Maverick more human than, mm-hmm. you know. Something else that we see from Tom Cruise in this movie that I certainly don't remember seeing in other movies He's shorter than people. Yep. I thought the same thing. They didn't have him stand on a milk crate to talk to Miles Teller. Yeah. Miles Teller's tall, and the whole movie, Tom Cruise, when they're like... Or maybe he is, but they standing on a milk crate, but <laughs> oh, he's but, still shorter. But, yeah. but, but he is shorter. They like, don't yeah. usually do that. Yeah. Usually, Tom Cruise, they raise him up to be more eye-level, and the scenes, it stood out because we had never seen it before, yeah. but they still worked in a way where if you weren't thinking about 
how new that was. Right. You know, I liked it that it was a realistic. I portrayal. mean, yeah, like not everybody. You're not always you're the not, tallest yeah. guy in the room, or if you're me, you're, you're never. And the that's guy nice in the thing room. for shorter people too, though, because yeah. you know they've been talking. Why are you about pointing it. to me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, Tom. I didn't it's mean. It's to nice be... that they did that for you, Tom. <laughs> pat, pat. Congratulations, pat. Tom. But you know, there's been this thing. It's always nice to see yourself something off a top shelf poorly represented on screen. But we live in a a time now where people are actually having surgery to try to raise their height a couple inches because wait, that you can do that? No, they break. Break all your bones and reassemble them, and you become like one or two inches taller. No, people I'm good. Are, doesn't seem more than yeah, that. and people. But but that is how. Wait a minute. What else can you grow a couple inches? <laughs> people have become so self conscious, and can I take some inches from that and add it to my height? Because that's a good. I, I'm good. <laughs> Unless you're a pogo stick, I don't think that's how that works. So. I don't I, like to brag. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in college. That was yeah. my call sign. That was my call sign. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that people are judging their self-worth based on things like height, and it's horrible in the internet that people do that. And there's even these viral videos where they're asking people, like, if there's a guy that's whatever height, do you find them worthy or would you date them? And they're like, no. And that's horrible for people's yeah. self-esteem. And it's totally true. I mean, you uh, well, know. Well, no, I mean, these yeah, are real like, people doing this. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so when you have someone that's the hugest action star in the world, and they finally don't cover up the way they really are which yeah. is shorter than the average action star yeah that normalizes i'm it. like five six five seven and i think he's shorter than i am wow. from what i've read I, I think he's like five five yeah but you but know it, but it is weird like it, you say that but it is also interesting i'm not gonna get into scientology i'm not gonna it's whatever but in the scenes that he has with jennifer conley he is taller than Jennifer Conley. Well, I don't. I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. I guess I that's possible. How tall yeah. he is. Yeah, I'm one. Like, but it is like in that last scene when you know she pulls up in the in the hot rod and he's walking up to her. He is definitely taller mm, than yeah. she is. So maybe he can. She's five seven. And how old? How tall is he? Well, so she see. may have not been wearing shoes in that. Scene, That's right. Is what we're yeah, saying. Right, they right, they right. didn't go out of their way. They didn't have to go way out of their way for it. According to the Internet, he is five seven. But I don't think that that's true. I don't think that's true. I oh. think that's what he puts on the Internet. Yeah. Like, I think that's but from for I've seen articles where people say that, like, if you see him next to other actors whose heights have been established, he's shorter yeah okay. well i do think in that scene too at the very end i think she's also leaning back on the that's car true. so maybe, maybe that way there yeah. that's a good point that's but a anyway good i liked it i think i it stood out obviously to all of us and it's like cool there's taller people than tom cruise that's just a we would if he <laughs> we've seen miles teller and enough stuff where if tom yeah. cruise is significantly like on like if yeah. he's at eye level with miles teller we're like well yeah. Come on. Just kudos <laughs> for them and Tom Cruise for watching the dailies and seeing how that looked and not going, we need to fix that. Yeah. Like, it's impressive they yeah. left it in because totally. it, it does stand out. Even if they cheated and made him a little taller, a little taller but still shorter, yeah. Yeah. it's a step in the right direction. Yes, that's true. Miles Teller is supposed to be six foot, six feet, half an inch. Okay. okay. According to That seems legit. Google. That seems yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, so what happens is this team is not ready. If they're not they're not progressing. No, no he, one's ready for the, this. The only one that makes it through is Rooster, but he makes it through with he goes too Four slow. Minutes. Yeah, he's too slow, but can, he does make it can through. Can you explain the maneuvers real quick of what the the only way to get into the blow this thing up is they have to do a thing and a turn and a thing. They have to like invert and then do a straight dive down because that's apparently the quickest way to do the dive as opposed to like, you know, you're like this and it's like a bigger arc whereas if you turn if you invert, it'll be a quicker 
So like, but they they're a hundred feet or yards above they're, the ground. Their hard their target is a uh, stay under a hundred feet. Yeah, because, because, because that's, of other the, the Sam's, Sam's. The radar coverage is over a hundred feet. So they got to do that. They got to go in this trench, waving back and forth, yep. and then they go up, and then they go down, inverted, shoot, and then they have to do a climb, which is like a very steep In- climb. Incredible. They said that it would basically be at least like nine G's. Yeah. Um, on the climb which in these f-18s f-18s yeah. which is like they don't do that the right? limit the theoretical limit i think it was seven and a half g's in the <laughs> so, yeah and they but break tom, tom explains it by saying that's the accepted right limit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're looking at your milk and you're like well that's a sell by date yeah right <laughs> let's just smell it yeah yeah we'll be fine we find out that um maverick kind of pulls rooster's papers basically and he, he gets did him previously yeah he gets him he gets him basically sets him back set for four, years. four years and you know the you could you could say he's like because i don't want you to end up like your dad but we find out that uh meg ryan's character from the first movie said don't let him go like whatever you do do not let him fly like his dad and he so promised he pro- on and he promised bed, yeah so. so he pulls the papers and there's this tension and it, i do appreciate that like that's the tension yeah. Is the is the costing me of four years of my career rather than like you, you, got my, dad, you got my dad yeah. killed? Yeah. So like I appreciate that that is the, te- is, I, is the I think it's there, but the movie doesn't make a point to be like that. They, they definitely it's not focus. the sole motivating yeah. factor. It certainly doesn't make things easier between them. But he says especially like, when I, tried Hank- to, I tried to be the dad that he didn't have. So that led me to believe that they had a good it's relationship. We well, had a pictures while. of his like graduating from high school yeah. or college. Like you can tell he was stayed up with his life yeah but when, when hangman brings up because th- later they're like hey look at this old picture of uh Ma- there's maverick and then who's this it looks, it looks does he look familiar like- <laughs> and then he brings it up and obviously they get into a big fight and it's like yeah clearly he's still harboring these feelings of, sure. that maverick got his dad killed one thing about the timeline that i was kind of curious about is how much time do they say has like lapsed is it like is, is maverick set in present day because if you think about it in a real world, 36 years have passed since the original and yeah. the sequel, which means in Miles Teller's character, He's he was kid. actually on the piano yeah. in the first movie. That would make him approaching 40 in Probably this movie. not modern day. Well, no, was- I, 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 so I ran the numbers on this because yeah. I was curious as well. And so if that kid was two, he would have been born in 84, which would make him 38. Yeah, Miles, Teller's th- Miles Teller is 35. And you could but say, so like that, that's not a crazy cheat. You know what I mean? It's not he's not he's not 26 years old. Well, you could say that he's had a career at this point, too. Right. Like he's already graduated from Top Gun once and his career trajectory is four years behind where it should be. So if 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 he's supposed to be 38 ish, he's really should 34. He should be where a 34 year old. is. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, what's interesting with this movie, too, is it's not dated by technology. Like you don't really see a lot of cell phones other than when he puts one down on the bar. But this movie, you ask that question. I'm like, I don't know when this movie takes place because I don't know the jets and the technology and like where planes are at. So they do a good job of keeping this movie ambiguous of what when does it take place where it does feel kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. The the jets was the only thing that I wasn't certain on because I can't remember when the F-35 was actually like put into commission and okay. we had you on here why <laughs> <laughs> I specifically was looking for pretty. F- well, true. always uh, important for a podcast that's exactly yeah. it yeah <laughs> it's for us tom it's, you know, we have to have something yeah um 
so John Hamm finally realizes that this isn't going to work. That we do get a football scene, which is well, you know. too dangerous. Phoenix and Bob almost. Oh, die. that's right. That's right. Yeah, they. I love Bob. I think he's one of Bob's my favorite great. characters like in this he, movie. Yeah, what's what's your coding, Bob? I love that nice. they put like just kind of the. I say normal. Obviously, he has great skills, but he doesn't. He's not a hot shot like yeah, his others. Not, I love that. Yeah, he's well, he's not, not a pilot. He's a weapon system <laughs> yeah. officer, which is basically what. Goose was in the original. He was yeah. the Rio. But Goose was cool. I'm, I like Bob. I'm just saying Goose was still kind of a cool bro. Bob is just like... I didn't like, think so. I always oh, thought... I, I always no, thought Goose was kind of a nerd. I always thought Goose a was good a nerd the best trying way. to act like okay. one of the cool guys. I don't know. He still yeah. seemed... Cool. I don't know. There's something about I, Bob. He was likable. Yeah. But I didn't... He wasn't Iceman or Maverick or... Bob, you know. Bob just okay, but maybe he was the that equivalent of an '80s nerdy guy. But Bob seems like the equivalent of a '2020s nerdy guy, and I just appreciate where I'm yeah. like, hey, they give some of us yeah, people to root it for. Was a shot. I would be Bob if I happened to have any interest in doing that. <laughs> cool. You know, and I'd I be, guess maybe I mean, some of it is having seen the movie in real time. Yeah, right. Like your he, idea of what? Well, also yeah. don't forget. I mean, he's coming right off of Revenge, Revenge of the, the Nerds. Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm walking into it going, <laughs> okay, you're the guy from Real Genius. Got you're it. the guy from Revenge of the Nerds. You know. <laughs> to your point though, um, in the original, when they're doing the beach volleyball scene, Goose has his shirt on. He's the only one with his yeah. shirt on. During the uh, beach football scene Bob of all the pilots, yeah, he's yeah. the only one with his shirt sure. on. Sure. You're right. They're both I mean, I gotta tell you, some, yeah. I'd be wearing my shirt too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wear my up sh- dudes. Speaking- I wear my shirt when I take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of Glenn Powell, dude, that guy yeah, had like, like a he's ten ripped, pack. ripped a shreds. <laughs> Miles Teller too. Like No, they, they were all both. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's nice. I like that they didn't just have him play volleyball because didn't we all expect they were probably gonna play volleyball? It's yeah, like, cool. They had him do football. Of course. It was nice analog, it was clearly the same thing, but at least yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Um so John Hamm realized this isn't going to work. So they they can Maverick. Um, well, Iceman dies, and they kind of yeah. Use he that doesn't as a have protection. Yeah, he has anymore. no protection anymore. So he can fire him finally, right? Which is kind of a crap move under the guise of like you can take all the time you need. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> we have a mission. He's like, no, no, that wasn't a suggestion. Take all the time. Take you need. all the <laughs> right. time. Um, and as John Hamm is trying to get this team back on, you know, different mission parameters, more time, blah, sending blah. them to their death. Yes. Everything Maverick and they did all know. is as risky as it was because that's the only way they can make it. It's not a suicide mission. Right. For sure. Um, so as he's given the speech, what does Maverick do? He does the same thing. From flies, the beginning. The, flies the thing himself. And of course he does it. Well, not only that, he breaks like the time record because it was supposed to be two minutes and 30 seconds originally he does in 215 it was supposed to be be three and then they target was 230 yeah yeah because it was maybe doable and not only that like in all the practice runs they never hit the target he not only does in 215 he hits the target and just flies away he has to right he's like i'm good he's the best of the best yeah i'm good Uh, Which is another awesome movie moment. And that's the thing. That's why I left this movie being like, what a picture. Because there are so many movie moments. Yeah. Even if you don't care for the first movie, like I had no love for. And I think even if you've never seen the first movie, it doesn't matter. This movie is full of those moments that disguise it or like dress it up with planes or action stunts or whatever you want to do. But like it has movie moments throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. Where you're rooting for it and you're like, this is awesome. And I'm not like a jet army enthusiast guy i know it's navy i just mean i'm not into like army navy guns jets whatever but i left this movie going like i want to go play like some <laughs> flight game you know what i mean it got me just like i want to end up on a watch list no, what no i know not the simulator i want to go play like a I ace join the navy <laughs> yeah i know what i almost made the joke am i too old to join the navy <laughs> yes <laughs> I know. yeah um so of course now my grandpa and my great uncle were both in the navy i had a navy and an army 
Okay. Yeah. My dad was in the Navy. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now John Hamm's character has a decision to make. He can either dishonorably discharge Maverick because of what he done, what he has done, or <laughs> you're the new team leader. I like the writing. <laughs> you're, that. you're red leader. Like, that, was, that was a good moment. Well, sir, and the other guy goes, I don't th- I think that was rhetorical. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rhetorical <laughs> question, Maverick. He's like, oh, got it. I, I love Warlock's, his comedic timing. Like, there was an earlier yeah. scene where, uh, you know, Maverick, like, puts in this request to lower the flight deck or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like you maybe learned a little bit about yeah. timing. He yeah. was good. And just <laughs> they would, work on your timing yeah. a little bit. They they kept cutting to that actor. And, like, when he did that, he, he would do some little, like, so fist bumps kind of. Like, oh. <laughs> but sometimes he'd do, like, little fist bumps where you could tell, like, he's rooting for Maverick yeah. Yeah. even well, though he that, can't. That's not a character from the first one, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. Because so. okay. these guys are the new, like, John just, Hammond. The way, the way he's talking to him, I just felt like kind of. I thought he was. It would. I mean, the way they kind of interact with each other it kind of felt like he was supposed to be maybe somebody from the first movie probably another one of those ed harris situations yeah, right, right. where um but i really liked uh there's um there's a lot like the other supporting characters were hondo that guy was really funny he was yeah. always on the runway and helping them do stuff and then uh charles parnell is the actor that played warlock and, and his comedic okay. timing was great like yeah. you said there are a lot of um the guy that played Bob, his name's Lewis Pullman. I've seen that guy before. And I was trying to figure out, but he's not like related to Bill Pullman, is he? I, I, I'm not familiar. Oh, oh, he was in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Maybe that's oh, where yeah. I'm from. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a long but movie. He was good. So he picks his team, and he picks Rooster. Like That's the, yeah. that's the big thing. As is his he, wingman. Yeah, as his wingman. Because Hangman not- is the superior like technical pilot. Like He's the one that's doing everything the fastest, but he also doesn't really care about his... Other. He leaves you hanging. He left. Well, he left his during the training. He would leave his wingman behind, and he's like, yeah. "They're just not fast enough." Right. Which is not what you want exactly. for a wingman, right? Nope. So it makes sense that he yes. picks Rooster. But also, you know, he talks to Jennifer Connelly. Damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. If he grounds Rooster, he'll never forgive him. And if he brings him with him, he's gonna maybe he get him killed. Could get so, him killed. Yeah. So, so yeah, we've got, we've got our team set, uh, and I do like this moment here where like the two of them kind of interact, and he was like. He wants to. He wants to. Rooster wants to say something to Maverick, but he's like, "Hey, like we'll talk when we get back." Mm-hmm. And they give like that little head nine. I was like, oh, "That's good. Like that's yeah. a good little thing." Real quick, they get through the mission. They do it, uh, which is just ridiculous. Like I do like the. There's miracle number one, and there's miracle number two. Mm-hmm. They destroy unnamed uranium plant, but at the process, Maverick gets shot. Was down. Was that in an underground bunker? It was yeah. an underground bunker. I mean, everyone had to give a little <laughs> smile that knows the yeah. podcast used to take place in the yes. underground bunker. Yes. Uh, a secret, yeah, radioactive, right? Yeah. Bunker. Right. Um, well, and you anymore. see our, and you see the real spoilers. Our logo, logo yeah, that's true. Quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfor- but at this point, Maverick gets shot down. He um, sacrifices himself to save Rooster. Rooster pointed out, right? John Hamm is forced with another decision where he's like, J- I can either bring them all back or try to go save him and he's like we're not losing anybody else again making the right call it makes the right call let's send a bunch of people to die in enemy territory i mean with all those sams all over the place like there's no and and two in the two crazy yeah the unnamed fifth generation fighters i think they look a lot like f-22s but i'm not certain about that yeah that's what i was thinking (laughs) unnamed and unmarked yeah yeah Yeah, right (laughs) um so of course, oh, just, those were um, those were like Death Star pilots. They were. <laughs> They're they in all same, black. Their same helmets suit, look like same I mean, everything. There were so many homages. But, um, yeah. So Maverick is kind of he's trapped between a literally a rock and a hard place because he's got a helicopter uh, firing rounds at him, and just when you think it's gonna he's gonna die, of course, here comes a the helicopter's blown up. Here comes uh, Rooster and saves the day. Now Rooster gets shot down, and now they're both kind of stuck uh, yeah. in this unnamed frozen tundra which mm-hmm. looks 
maybe like Russia, but we're not going to call it Russia, but that's the way it looks. Um, so they're running and I like this. He's like, are you good? Yeah. And I, I, I like that at this point they have let go of whatever. Well, I guess Rooster has let go of whatever animosity there was. Well, yeah, he because now we him, have to, and then like, they saved each and now other. We gotta, now we got to get out of this mess. And which they, this is just crazy. This but... is the part that I wasn't a huge fan of. I was okay with finishing the mission and getting out of there. This is the last part. I was like, this is all it's right. pretty unbelievable. But again, <laughs> the movie is so exciting, and you enjoy it where you're like, it okay, just works. they yeah, they right, broke right, into right. the enemy base. And they, they steal took this off old timey plane on the taxiway. Yeah, 14, right. the, the plane that Maverick happened to fly in, Maverick, in yeah. the original. Right. Uh, and they end up, he, Maverick ends up shooting down these two superior airplanes, which I. Okay. He's got the mo- because it's not the it's not, it's the, not the plane. plane it's the pilot. It's the pilot. The pilot. Right. And becomes an ace in the in the process. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now he has five confirmed shoot dart kills. Kills. Yeah. Uh, and just when you think that they are going to lose, here comes not Iceman and a uh, Hangman, I guess, and blows up the other plane. But those, at least one of those pilots ejected. He doesn't necessarily have a kill. The second pilot ejected. Yeah. yeah. The second one ejected. Blew, I count it. Blows up a plane. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They definitely counted it. When he, gets, <laughs> when he lands, it gives him five kills. That's Whatever right. he did, gave him five kills. <laughs> yeah, makes that's him fine. That counts. The only modern day ace, right? That's Something right. Something like that. That's yeah. right. Um, so they all get back, and they you get the same picture that you get with Iceman and Maverick, but now it's Goose. Uh, not Goose, but it's now it's... Um, you know, rewatching Top Gun, I was surprised I never see anyone around to take all the pictures. I know there's a lot of pictures right. that we see <laughs> that are clearly just screen grabs the, from the movie. Because right, they have right, that, like, right. Navy photographers, right, that just document stuff. Sure That's do. a job yeah. of different... That's actually um, the reason Tom Savini yeah. was as good as he was at creating effects is because he was a photographer in Vietnam. Yeah, there you He'd go. he take pictures of, like, the worst stuff you could mm-hmm. think of. He was like, I could make that at home. Yeah. Um, I don't need war to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he gets back and of course now he, he, te- he does tell Jennifer Conley, I'm never leaving again. I'm coming back. And of course he leaves and he comes back and she's not there. And I was like, that's kind of good. Like, yeah. I like the fact that she's the one that's not mm-hmm. there. Um, I also liked when she took him sailing. <laughs> like, yeah. That was pretty good. Like, where he's, he you're is, in the, you're Navy. In the Navy. <laughs> yeah, he's inept. He can't figure out how to sail a boat. That was I a think. really cute scene and yeah. really funny the way that she's like, now you're officially in the Navy or whatever. She's right. Like, now um, so we got, we cut back to, uh, Maverick's hangar. Well, now he's working with Rooster to rebuild this plane, and of course he looks through like the propellers and he sees Jennifer Connelly's daughter. I do then, like that they basically filmed this on the same day. This random, not like I'm using a wrench on this part <laughs> of the plane. You can't see. Sure oh, they, now Rooster's here turning. The, not entirely sure they know how to use an Allen wrench, but it was just maybe. funny because it was so <laughs> random. You don't know what they're doing, but they're wrenching. Yeah, they're just putting a wrench <laughs> in this thing that we can't see. Yeah. Uh, and then we f- you know, we see Jennifer Connelly leaning up against a car, and they fly off. Into she has that. a daughter in this, yeah. and, and and I do like their that, relationship was good. I love that scene where he's jumping out. He's like, "This is the last time I'm jumping out of your window." And she's like, "Okay." She's like, "I have a reputation. Like, I can't have random men in my house." And then he falls, and he stands up, and his her daughter's like right there, right there in the window. I was like, yeah. oh, "That's pretty good." Uh, yeah, this movie has no right to be as amazing as it is. This it's is a, a fantastic, perfect summer blockbuster. This yeah. is, there's and we haven't had one of those. For the most part, it's all been superhero stuff. Yeah, there hasn't been a non-superhero or... perfect right. summer blockbuster in no. a long time. That's what I mean. They don't make movies like this. Tom Cruise is the guy doing it. I, there was a little preview for Mission Impossible before this one. It I mean, comes on a fun. year. Uh, I'm really excited to get that back. How I mean, much money is that going to make now? Oh, didn't yeah. realize it was a part one. 
Yeah, they like, instead of being two movies, guacamole. they turned into a part one. It was always going to be two movies, oh, but it? I guess it's just such the same story. Okay, okay. But you know, we just don't see movies like this that aren't the big CGI fest. And I like superhero movies, obviously, yeah. I really do. But, totally, I'm not against them, but, but it's also is... not. I mean, I love pizza, but it's not the only thing I exactly. want to eat. Exactly, and yeah. and Tom Cruise is keeping this type of filmmaking alive, along with some other people. But he's obviously one of the big ones that's pushing. Who else this. do you think is doing it though? I mean, uh, well, like George Miller. Oh, that's fair. You know, with Mad okay. Max. I yeah. mean, Tom okay, Cruise. Okay, but is... like, he makes one of those every <laughs> twenty years. Well, I know, but <laughs> but there are people that are still pushing for that type of movie to be made. But Tom Cruise is the biggest and does it the most often. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. So Nolan. I, what's that? Nolan. Nolan is big yeah. on practical. Exactly. There there are people doing it that are making big movies, and so hopefully we'll get these type of filmmakers around for a while and we'll pass it on to the next generation so we don't lose it because I think movies if like you said if all you eat is pizza if all we got was the CGI stuff yeah I think it would start getting kind of bland yeah and this action was phenomenal I was in the edge of my seat that third act was absolutely incredible and I, I left so exhilarated from this movie and I'm like yeah I, this is awesome where yeah, the was... first one didn't do that but this one I'm like this movie was great yeah this this is a movie that throughout its production I just rolled my eyes at same it's, it's totally very existence and everything about it said cash grab yeah. everything about it someone said... had to eat a shoe because of it yeah, my, yeah I did. <laughs> Matt Patches yeah. 10 years ago said if they make Top Gun 2 I'm gonna eat a shoe and he did it <laughs> and he made it yeah but uh, but yeah it, it's just everything about it we just said my career is floundering. I'm in desperate need of a hit. Mm-hmm. And while that might have been true, like I, I don't think that's any less true. I, but I, he definitely knew that if he was going to bring back this property, he had to do it right. And yeah, holy crap, he did, did he it right. ever do it right? Like, and it did it for you, Steve. You're a fan of the first one, pretty much. Like yeah. this oh, movie, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say I've actually seen it in theaters now three times. I went to the first one. Yeah, no, this no, one. <laughs> um, no, so I went to the screening on Monday, and then uh, Tuesday I was actually supposed to go to a different movie, a one night showing <laughs> of a documentary on Nolan Ryan. Oh. And uh, my buddy and I went to dinner, and he's like, "Oh, looks like the opening is tonight." I was like, "Are there tickets left?" He's like, "In the front row." I was like, "Do we want to go see it?" So we went and saw it, and then I went yesterday just so I could have a refresher to yeah. talk about today. That's awesome. And you think it surpassed the first one? Oh, easily. Easily. Cool. It's just everything is so much tighter. Everything This the, fixed everything I didn't like about the first one. I, I, like, everything. Yeah, the first one was just, like, was just one of those, like a, again, like Saturday afternoon movies where I don't care yeah. about it. And but I will also say it fixed it without undermining it or apologizing yeah. for it. Yeah. It just fixed it. You know what I mean? Like it, sometimes when movies do something like that, it's like a knee jerk. Yeah. And then the people that like the first one are mad at it's it. Great. There was it was inclusionary. Right. You know, you had black pilots. You had uh, Phoenix. Right? Is Phoenix. Phoenix. The, there was, and there the, was another uh, female pilot. Female too. pilot. Yeah, yeah. So you you saw that there was inclusion and we do live in a different time, but they never hit you over the head where that's why it's not really going to make. There are always people who will be mad, but this movie doesn't have a lot for people to be yeah. like, I'm so mad. It's this not movie like they s- took Maverick and made him gay. Yeah. Right. They did, you know, which, you know, if you, you go watch it, it wouldn't have been one. a long walk. It's not. <laughs> I, but uh, this movie's so good, nobody's even complaining about the fact that he rides a motorcycle without a helmet. Right. That's true. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's, I will say, maybe we'll link it when the show pops up, but if you can go find the Quentin Tarantino yeah. uh, rundown of the first Top Gun. Just look up Quentin Tarantino. Top that it's from the Eric Stoltz uh, indie drama Sleep With Me. Yes. And Tom saw it in theaters. I did. <laughs> That's <laughs> the video I sent you. It yeah. is. It, when you watch it, you can't unsee what he says about yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. Do you think he's me- that he's 
Do you think he feels bad about changing the last line for the joke? Because it's like I don't think he does. No, no. He's, man, I think he's like I think in his mind he's like I'm making a larger point, and right. I had to I had to fudge a little bit. Right, like it's it, you it's, know. it's it's and I will funny. also say people misremember lines all the time. Right, nobody True. says play it again, Sam. Right, you know, he doesn't say. You know, I am your I'm, father. I'm your father, right? Like so, it's you know Berenstein Bears, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's you'll never. Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah, it's Vince's brother. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Eagle came out before Top Gun. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I learned that yesterday. Like, and I lived through it. That's and in my that's head, very funny. Top Gun came out. Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah. yeah. Who's the other guy? Uh, the other guy. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like in my head. Iron Eagle was a reaction to Top Gun, and it's the it other way around. Actually, well, they were being produced simultaneously. Well, that's the thing. It's so it's many the, of these the, movies. It's take. the, vol- it's the uh, volcano. Um, yeah, it's Dante's Peak issue. Yeah, it's yes. ants and bugs life. <laughs> yeah, and, it's it's Katzenberg going. Oh, I've got to go get those bastards at Disney, and you know <laughs> yeah. we're going to create the exact same movie that they're doing over there. <laughs> but, this is amazing. This is, yeah, IMAX is the way to do this. If you're going to do it in theaters, that you have to do it in IMAX. It's worth every penny. Absolutely, and I, and I agree, with Tom. I usually don't do say that because it's not worth it. But this is absolutely worth absolutely it. worth it. Yeah. So it was a great great time at the movies. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And if you're into video games, uh, subscribe to The Games We Love. And uh, Steve, where can they find you and your wares? Uh, this is Steve. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at The God Calves. And uh, you wrote a review? I did write a review on a Review STL. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, don't forget our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Chappie gets dug into the Air Force Academy. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.